Meredith is going to untie the um, the letter. The client, Frederick Rathmore, would like to meet you. Meredith is just going to turn to Potentia and fill her in and just say, we got a job from the guild. Uh, apparently there's some books that have been stolen. We were just waiting for some information about who we had to go and see. Did you want to come with us? Discretion is going to be important. There are three books on this list. The first book is The Five Laws of Necro Warfare. Mm-hmm. The second book is Sia Ganal's Infernal Calamities. Mm-hmm. And the final book is Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go have a look. And now we continue. As you cross the hallway, that that large manservant has a, a platter with a tea kettle and mugs, and he just kind of like sees you and follows you into the library. Um, on on our walk towards the library, because I'm going to do this when we get there, kind of regardless, um, is I'd like to start ritual casting detect magic mm-hmm. because it's going to take me 10, 11 minutes anyway, so. I'm just going to do that to myself as we're going because there's like the verbal part of it rather than necessarily the full thing until I get there and find a chair. To- sure. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you can start the, the verbal components of your ritual casting. Yeah. While Potentia's doing that. Frederick, um, well, actually, before I ask that, um, I'll do a perception check of the room. So uh, the Nat 20, 27. Oh um, wow, yep. Nat how, 20. How does how does the room look? So the room is a large reading room with a number of very pleasant looking couches. Uh, the walls surrounded with these very, very t- the walls are just have these very tall bookshelves with like the the ladder on, on rails mm-hmm. um, all the way around it. And it is floor to ceiling books and these are this is a tall a, a high ceiling room as well um mm-hmm. there are a number of reading lights which are currently off but it's daylight so the curtains can be opened and light can be brought in the room looks pretty clean pretty well maintained mm-hmm. um it doesn't look like someone has ransacked the room it looks like mm. uh there are there are some spaces on the sh- on the bookshelves um and yeah you wouldn't necessarily know which ones contained these missing books. Uh, but with your nap 20, you will see that there is a section of three books, empty, like book shaped, uh, spots on the shelves right at the top, uh, up against the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'll turn to Frederick. Um, are these the only books that are missing or these are the three that are especially valuable to you? 
Well, I believe it is just these three that are missing. These are the three that I care about, at least. Hmm. I mean, it just... It doesn't look like somebody came in here and, you know, just sort of grabbed random books they thought might have value. It seems like these are very specific items to have taken. What, you think somebody just went straight for them? Well, I mean, looking around the room, you know, if I if I were a burglar, I would essentially just... Uh, I think take things at random, right? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily yeah. know what had value. I would just take whatever looked like it had the most value and try and escape before getting caught in some way. But, you know, those those books are very specifically missing. It's not like the other books are out of order or, you know, it doesn't look like someone rifled through the place. It looks like they were very specific in what they took. So what are you saying? Well, I think this is something personal, honestly. Hmm. I think whoever took these knew the value they had to you. Meredith is going to look up at Frederick and say, all right, who do you think? Do you have any ideas about who might want to do this? Just before that, can I roll an insight to see what his reaction is to me suggesting that? Yeah, you can roll an insight. Um, oh, I didn't do well. Eight plus seven, 15. He looks... Like he is considering your word, like he's thinking about them, but you can't, mm-hmm. there, okay. there's nothing else you can gain from it. He's definitely thinking about what you've said, but he hasn't revealed yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I, I can't say that I have too many enemies of, or anything. Maybe some, some angry poker players that I've uh, dealt with in my time. Um, but no, no, I... I don't have any gambling debts anymore. Things are squared away. You know, respectable businessman in the community. He pulls down his his coat. No, I I don't think so. I don't Mm. think father had anyone that he had any dealings with that he kind of like trails off thinking to himself. Mm -hmm. Have a think about it. If you come across any names or anything jogs your memory, just let us know. What? Um, yes. Yeah, I, I will. I will. If you go, if you want, you can roll investigation as well in yes. this, this room. Would Harold have remembered at this point, like, exactly who he is and, like, what kind of business they're into and stuff like that? Yeah, so, Harold, by now you will have remembered that this is someone that your brother went to school with and he probably came over to your home once or twice and maybe uh, you walked with um, Gregory and, and Archibald past this home and uh, Archie went in while you and Gregory kept walking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harold, you'd also know that the the Rathmores have only been in Veramastis for... Uh, Frederick was born in, in Ferramastus, but his father wasn't. Mm. Mm-hmm. There are rumors about where exactly they've come from. Uh, mm-hmm. We know that they have come from out west, mm-hmm. which is a an area that 
is disputed territory now mm-hmm. because a number of vampire families have laid claim to it. Mm. And there was quite a, a, a flux of people who fled that area when these vampires like stepped out into the light, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And like the the implication is that these people left before that really happened. Uh, but you don't really necessarily know what the Rathmores do. Mm-hmm. You probably know they do like import, export, buying, selling stuff, but you don't necessarily know what that actually is. Meredith. Yes. Your investigation role. I got a 16 for investigation, Ben. Okay. I think you have climbed this ladder and you're investigating the the actual ledge right at the top. Mm-hmm. And with your investigation role, uh, in the, the dust on this bookshelf, you see two very small footprints and i mean very small footprints they would be maybe an inch long like two little feet they look like you know just like your foot but smaller okay is potentia available or is she still she is uh, just about to finish her ritual casting okay um i'm gonna uh climb down and get harold to go and have a look and say do you see what I see up there? Uh, yeah, I'll have a look. Potentia, we'll have your, your ritual finish as Harold climbs the ladder. Yeah. You can see that there is magic that is uh, around the windows in this room. Type. You would recognize this spell, I think. This would be like alarm, effectively. Oh, yeah. I I, I feel like that's a staple from home. Like, yeah. that's... Yeah, you're, you're used I, to this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There it is. And... That's about it in terms of magic. Uh, actually, there would be one book on the shelf which has some magic in it. Yeah. Uh, which is still up on the shelf. It's like on the other side of the room, not where Meredith just currently was. It's a different part of the, the bookshelves. Uh, and it would be a enchantment magic. Yeah. Uh, is, what's his face? She never caught his name, so like, guy... Um, still around. <laughs> also, he has, uh, you would see that his belt is magical. Type. <laughs> uh, with some enchantment magic as well. I also just realized I wrote the word enchantment and misspelled it twice because. The same way or two <laughs> different ways? The same way. Okay. Hey, it's early in the morning Enchantment. No, Kate. <laughs> No, mm. Never, never Enchantment. that. Enchantment. Enchantment. Um, <laughs> no. It's enchantment okay. magic. Uh, sorry, I loathe the way I am to be the wizard that asked this question. How high is the ceiling? <laughs> um, these are quite tall ceilings. I would say that these are like more or less than thirty feet is essentially the question I'm asking because that's the uh, like uh, it's within thirty feet of me. That's the, the bubble of detect magic. So that's why I'm asking. 30 feet is like 10 meters. These would not be 10 meter ceilings. Yeah, I was going to say, if they're like relatively standard height ceilings, per Australian standards, they're not no, taller. No, these would these be, yeah, be taller than that, but not 30 feet tall. They're not yeah. that tall. I was going to say that like, I can tell you how tall a standard height ceiling is, but then again, that's, of course I can. Because um, that's the kind of stuff that's in the brain. Uh, yeah. uh, these will probably be, I think, twice standard height ceilings. Okay, so still within reach. Um, fine. Uh, 
and sorry, I missed the site, the size of the room. I um, is this thirty feet from me? Bubble encompassing the whole room. Uh, it would probably be a thirty foot squarish room uh, with not thirty foot ceilings. So the bubble so, would. Y- yes, you can get the the room. That's yeah, you get the whole room. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. I might just call up to the others and just tell them that there's alarm on the windows, um, and turn back to dude bro and just ask him whether the alarm is set daily or whether it is a permanently set thing. Does that make sense? I believe it's permanently enchanted into the the windowsill. And there was no um, alarm that evening or of an evening? No, no, no alarm. It's curious. Um, I say that sort of loud enough such that the other two can hear me up the Goram ladder. I think, well, Meredith has come down by this stage and Harold's gone up. And swapped, I, was, yeah. I assume she's spotting the ladder, though. Yeah. Like, because I feel like that's yeah. a Meredith thing to do. <laughs> Just be like, the ladder can't move. Three points of contact. Um, well, she went up without you, anyone there. I know. But she's also Meredith. Meredith is going to, like, it's true. Question for you, Frederick. You have very large stuff. Do you have very small staff as well? I think he's the he's probably still standing in the room. Oh, he's not magical by any chance, is he? No. Uh, well, I don't know. No. The tea's not magical. And like she's <laughs> she's a very small yeah. person, so she's um, just gonna be like Uh no. What are you like what are you talking about? No. No. Well, before this conversation progresses too far uh i got an 18 for investigation looking at the mm-hmm. area um you um, find actually two sets of these little little footprints mm-hmm. and oh, 12 12 for animal handling do i recognize the footprints uh they don't look like any animal you recognize mm-hmm. but could they be be an animal, I suppose. Um, they actually look like shoe footprints. Ah, interesting. Okay. That's good intel. Alright, continue. I just wanted to like have that information because mm-hmm. potentially Harold would interject if... All right. Potentially, there's yep. no trace of any magic around the books, is there? Around the stolen books? Not, a, I assume, not around the gaps where the stolen books were. No, uh, none that I can see. But then again, if this was a couple of days ago, I can't speak to what might have already dissipated in this room. Hmm. There's only, and she points directly at the enchanted one, that one, but it's over there, so unlikely to be related. One would think. Weird. Uh, Frederick will follow your get. I follow your point. Which one? Uh, is it high enough that she could tap on it, like with her finger? Yes, it'd be like just yeah, at the so end. She's of literally going to do that thing where, it's, where like you roll your eyes at someone, walk over, and tap on the thing that they are supposed to be looking at. Oh. Well, I will need to. Can she pull it down? Read. Can that. she pull it down? Yeah. What book is it? It is an untitled book. Yep. That as you flick it open, you don't know what this says because it is 
encoded in the same way your spellbook is encoded to the way you write things. You would you don't know what this is when it's written here, but you know straight away this is a wizard spellbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're saying specifically it's coded not in another language, correct? Yeah. Okay, no, that's fine. It's when wizards write spells, they write them in a way that makes sense to their brain that they can look at and quickly like. Yeah, it's like how people do maths with the information needed. Like how people to cast do maths to write proofs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but it's also it's also coded in a way that you don't. In order to understand another wizard spellbook, it takes a lot, quite a bit of time yeah. to study and pull um, out the information, decode what they've written, and code into your is, own. Like if I flicked through uh, it, how much of how much stuff is in it? Like, is it a small book? Uh, this would be a two hundred page book, Whew. and every page on this book is filled. All right. Um, she's going to turn back. Looks, looks like. Well, I don't suppose there's a wizard in the house. No, not. I don't think so. Then I strongly doubt that you're going to be able to make heads or tails of this. Well, let me. He takes the book from your hands. Um, yeah, that's. Mm. He'll he'll close it and like and tuck it mm. under his under his arm. Can I just like suss how I think he like what that little interaction with the book was? Uh, yep, you can give me an insight. Uh, 19. He has no idea mm-hmm. what this is, but you've told him it's magic and you were interested in it, so now oh. he's interested in it. I was more just curious. It's one of those one of those things from one wizard to another. Spellbooks are always interesting. Um, and then I'm just going to walk away from him like it doesn't matter to me. It does, but like it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, he is going to flick, be flicking through this okay. book now. Uh, I'm going to go over to the, the ladder squad. Well, I've probably, having probably sussed as much as I can up from up there, um, I'll return. Um, can you describe uh, one of the books, Frederick? Um, uh, what does it look like? How old is it? I suppose you've got a portrait of it, magical images. Of the library, perhaps, from insurance purposes. Uh, <laughs> I think we may have a few a few sketches from those those sketch artifact things. Um, let me look through my files, and he he's going to leave you in the library with his manservant there as he goes yeah, back to his study. Insurance. Um, fantastical insurance. Um, can I introduce myself to the servant? You can. Okay, so I'm going to go over to this guy and like crank crank my neck back and go, Hey, I'm Meredith. What's your name? He, he, he like cranes his neck down to look at you. Uh, and he doesn't so much like look, he, it looks like he's like looming over you to look down. Like he has to like bend yeah. his, 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 uh, his body forward to look down at you. Because um, he Meredith is not at all intimidated. Does by not the way. <laughs> so much have neck as just muscle and then head. <laughs> he he is he's he is very rectangular. He's a rectangular man. Servant. Sorry, man. Servant was where I was going with that. Not replacing the word man with the word servant. Um, he's he's still holding that platter as well with the the, the tea pot on it. Um, oh yeah, yeah yeah. I am the man servant. 
Oh, you don't have a name? Meredith, you're up close to him. Give me a perception. Ooh, that's a 22. Only, like, as you have gotten up really close to him, you see that the skin tone on his, his hand and the skin tone his wrist upwards, which you only can barely see because the sleeve isn't quite sitting right, those skin tones are different shades. And you would spot very small, intricate stitch work. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. She, like, clocks it and then, like, reacts for a brief second and then reaches out for the tea. And he um, will pour you a, a, a mug of tea. Thank you. Um, how long have you worked here? I have worked for the Rathmores my whole life. Hmm. Did you see anything the other night? No. Mm-hmm. Can I roll an insight check on that? See if he's lying. You can roll an insight. I'm going to ask a very specific question here. Uh, whereabouts do you sleep? In the basement. Can I? Can Meredith just kind of turn to Harold and go I and see. like try and ask a question? Like, what do you what do you mean with her eyes? Like, what are you getting at? Potentia's going to message Harold and be like, "You've confused Meredith, you know." It's fine. Yeah, I I won't reply. It's fine. Um, uh, I'll say, listen, people such as yourself, they, um, you know, they they often go unnoticed around a place like this. Overlooked, if you like. It means sometimes you hear things, see things that people unintentionally don't expect to have revealed to you in the spirit of helping master frederick of course have you picked up anything that um you know anyone who you think may have wanted to steal these books uh he looks at you with a deadpan expression and then he puts down the platter with the the teapot and the, the mugs he reaches into his pocket Mm-hmm. And he pulls out a very, very small, like, satchel bag. Like, the kind of satchel mm-hmm. that a doll, maybe, would, would, would have. It's so small. Mm-hmm. I found this. Is it important? Uh, potentially. Um, and I'll I'll take it and, and have uh, a look. It's- My detect magic is still going by the way, okay. so I just need to know if that, no, the, like, as things happen, because yeah, there's yeah. about ten minutes worth of time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. Um, there looks to be mostly, like, little bits of cheese, little bit of crumbs of bread in here, and mm-hmm. uh, there would also be a, a hairpin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you mind if I, I keep this? I had planned to give it Isabel once I had cleaned it. If it's for the investigation, you can have it. Well, I'll do you a deal. If we if we conclude our investigation, uh, I shall return it to you and you can give it to her then. Yes, I agree. Hello, it's your friendly Dungeons & Doctorates DM, Ben, here to remind you once again to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and to use the hashtag DNDoctorates when you talk about the show. If you do... I might use your name for an NPC in an upcoming episode. I'm always looking for NPC names, so if you tweet about the show, you're 
share it on Facebook. I'll probably see it. And then I might use your name as a character name. Also want to give a shout out to everybody commenting and talking with us on social media. We, we really love hearing from all of you. Whenever anybody tweets about Joe being an excellent halfling talking about food or you know getting a reference that Harold's made. We love it. We love seeing that kind of stuff. I'm inviting you to send us comments and tweets and all that stuff because we want to hear from you and we love talking to you. So let the, the tweets come flying. If you would love one of us to have a message read out during this section as any of the cast of the show whether it's ourselves or as a character, you can find the link to that on our link tree, which you can find on the social media profiles for Dungeons & Doctorates, also on our website, dndoctorates.com. You can also find the link to our merch store there, or just go to merch.dndoctorates.com and check out some of the cool merch you can buy, and then represent the show out in public with a DN Doctorates hoodie or a sweatshirt or whatever. All the proceeds from merchandise goes back into hosting fees just again that was merch.dndoctorates.com and you can find all those links on our website dndoctorates.com or just follow the links on our link tree and social media things the next episode for the show is coming out thursday next week the 12th and Ah, oh, I almost forgot. We're recording a common room, like, this Friday. So get your questions for the common room in as soon as possible because we're going to be recording a, like, one-year episode for the common room. Ask us questions about the show. Not specific, like, arc questions, but more general broad questions about the show. Send them in as soon as you can, and we will get to them straight away. Anyway, I'm not going to hold us any longer. We'll go back to this episode right now. Meredith looks up at the manservant and says, Where is Isabel? She's currently playing in the room next door. Would it be okay if I ducked next door just to have a chat? Why? Well, she might have seen something. Okay. Thank you. So and just. He will like step, step aside. Okay. But he, he'll kind of like step back into the, the hallway so that he can see into the library room and see into the room adjacent. Yeah. yeah. And she like smiles. You know, reassuringly at the man's servant, it's like, it's okay, I got this. And then she goes next door. Mm -hmm. uh, you walk in through this, uh, it'll be like a day room mm -hmm. um, that has some couches, some uh, embroidery currently sitting on uh, a table, as well as uh, there will be Isabel, who is currently playing with a doll. And she has some little books that she's playing with. Uh, and as you walk in, you catch her saying, Not that one. This one. We want that book. And she stops as you walk into the room. Hello. Uh, hello. How are you? What are you playing with? Is the, is the griffin anywhere? The house griffin is probably up on like the curtain runner okay. on, and it's like looking down at you from the, above. What's the, remind me, what's the Griffin's name for um, Griffin Hall? Griffin from Griffin Hall is called Midnight. Thank you. This one is incredibly fluffy. Okay. Um, Meredith is going to look up at the Griffin and say, oh, that he's so beautiful. You know, I live with a, a house Griffin as well. His name's Midnight. He's lovely. Her name is Miss Fluffy, but 
<gasps> Hello, Miss. Well, so we do know her name. Oh, yeah, that's she right. Introduced she introduced him in the foyer at the start. That's true. She did too. <laughs> Once again, Meredith is terrible with names. Meredith is terrible with names. Hello, Miss Fluffy Butt. And she like tries and, and very hard to like stop herself from laughing at the name. Um, and can she hold out an arm like she does sometimes with the other griff with um, the Griffin at midnight? Uh, with midnight. All right, give me an animal handling yes. check. Um, I assume I would also, while she's doing that, um, have followed Meredith in because there's no way I'm letting Meredith like run off in this house by herself. Mm, okay. Uh, I only got a thirteen. Okay. Uh, the house Griffin is going to very lightly hiss. And like on top its shoulders and it's all its feathers are gonna like ruffle up though it looks like it just looks like a puffball <gasps> at this stage oh oh I'm sorry it's okay I'm not gonna hurt you uh, as I think Potentia steps into the room uh, I'm gonna ask the question that I would obviously ask at this point of ding is there any magic here yeah. um <laughs> there is magic but it is on a like a, a drinks pitcher a jug mm-hmm. uh, which has some enchantment magic on it um, and you would recognize it as something very akin to like a chill touch mm-hmm. no not no, not chill touch chill touch is necromancy no. magic like a ray of yeah. frost like cold ray of frost yeah mm-hmm. ray of frost I, yeah it it it, uh, it 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 being magically cool yes it's fine yeah I Meredith is gonna walk over to Isabel and sit down and um and just look at her and say Hi, hi, Isabel, right? Can I join you? Give me a persuasion. Oh, look at that, 24. Okay. She a bard. I have go. plus <laughs> nine persuasion, man. I know, okay. it's great. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Ben never asks Meredith to roll persuasion. You would ever probably again. be actually similar heights, I think. Yeah. Uh, she's a little standoffish, but for a child, like, she's not quite sure how to yeah. interact with you. Yeah. Uh, and potentially just kind of standing in the, the doorway, like keeping an eye on things mm-hmm. and like magically scanning the room. So um, she's playing with a dollhouse, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so Meredith is just going to look at her, look at Isabel and say, can you introduce me to your friends? And like grin at her with like this winning sort of. I, I don't know their names. Oh, well, shall we ask? They left, so I don't know where they've gone. Oh, when did they leave? A couple nights ago. Oh, what did they look like? Do you remember? Maybe we can look for them together. I, I heard them in the library. Yeah. And then I saw them up on the shelves and they were playing with the books. Oh, which books? Do you remember? Uh, I don't I don't know. They were they were up on the top shelf. That's okay. It was it was a long time ago, wasn't it? A lot has happened in between then. Can I have a look at your books? Yeah. Uh, she has little like doll books that she has um got these two little dolls that she has uh, like holding between them okay and she will have fashioned out of fabric little wings on their backs okay she's like attached to them awesome okay 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 um so meredith is just gonna look at the two um at the two dolls and just say i'm so sorry for interrupting your reading but i just need to have a look at them and so she kind of reaches forward and picks up the books and has a look uh, the books don't look like anything okay. specific. They look more just like doll books. Mm-hmm. Do they look recently made or just recently bought? No, they look like they've come with this the dollhouse set mm-hmm. and she's making use of them. Okay, cool. Um, can you tell me what's in them? I'm not sure I can read this language. She looks at Isabel. I, 
I don't re know what they say. I'm not, I'm not allowed in the library. Oh, that's a shame. I love books. I, I like, I like reading. Mother reads to me sometimes <gasps> when she's not busy. Oh, that's lovely. What has she read to you? She's read me the story about the princess and the unicorn. I remember my mum reading that to me when I was little. It's my favourite. It's my favourite too. I love that. Um, so Meredith just kind of looks at Isabel and says, thank you very much, Isabel. You've been really helpful. And then she stands up and um, and says, I've What's got to go. Name? <gasps> oh, name? my name's Meredith. Did I not tell you? I'm so sorry. It's so nice to meet you. I'm Meredith. She will, she will stand up and she will like that proper dress curtsy. Yeah, nice. It's nice to meet you, Meredith. Meredith bows in response and then grins and winks and then um, walks back out again and um, beckons for Potentia to follow her. Before Potentia goes, she's going to, and this is going to seem very out of character for two of the three people in this conversation right now, she's going to conjure using her, uh, what's it called? What's the thing called? Restitution? Your conjuration. The minor conjuration ability. Thing, thing yep. class ability. Yep. Uh, a doll that she would have had when she was a child of a similar age to Isabel. Oh, that's cute. Does that make sense as a sentence, Ben? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. She's just going to put it on, like, I'm guessing there's a shelf or a, like, vase stand or mm -hmm. something like yeah. without her having to go into the room mm -hmm. any further because mm -hmm. she's just sort of like just inside the doorway just having observed this interaction with uh isabel she's gonna put it down and just sort of look back at her and just be like you could have it for an hour and then she's gonna leave mm -hmm. there's no like conversation outside of mm -hmm. okay. that okay does that make sense yeah yeah. You makes it makes it Ben's like, yes, that makes sense to yeah. me. The other two of you are like, the heck? <laughs> it's so cute. Um mm. it's not cute. It's it's so unbelievably not cute, but like oh. yes. <laughs> also okay. yes. Um Meredith goes back into the room and like joins rejoins Harold and beckons Potentia over and she fills them in on what mm. she's found. So she So I wanna ask Potentia, did you wait till Meredith left the room before you did that? So yeah. all, okay. Okay. I'm the oh. last one in. And I would actually be interested to know what um, Isabel's response, reaction to that is. She would be... Because I'm sure she would have looked to yeah, watch. Yeah, she would be Meredith like leave. Uh, surprised in the same way she was surprised when Harold made all the flowers bloom in the, the hallway. Um, and she watches you place it down with like childlike wonderment <laughs> and... Uh, you don't see her stand up, but you hear her make some steps after you've left the room. Yeah. Cute. Cool. So the three of you reconvene in the, the library. As she says, um, so I just had a bit of a chat with Isabel and she just gave me some interesting information. So she says that she had a couple of friends a few nights ago that were about doll size. And uh, she's given her doll some wings since then, it looks like. Um, does that sound familiar to you guys at all? I'd have to roll some kind of check. Yeah, I think. Uh, it would need to be um, either a nature or an arcana check. Yeah, let's well, go nature. My, my gut feel is to roll arcana, oh. but like, no, yeah, like let's let, let's get both. that both to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, six. Uh, no, Harold, like, 
you're think, trying to think of like what like creatures you know that are that size with wings and nothing's coming to mind. 19. Potentia, you're definitely someone who knows about the Fae and pixies and, mm-hmm. and other small sprite-like creatures are definitely like forefront in your mind at the moment. This is going to sound weird. Of my knowledge of that, which I will share with these guys in a minute, but what would I know about their ability or inability to get in and out of places where something like alarm is being used? Because, again, family reasons, mm-hmm. we would use alarm regularly, but there would obviously be other, like that would be, not be something that we would limit if there were other get-arounds. So you would know that they break all of the magic rules in many ways and mm. you would know that pixies can mess with magic and, like, just turn magic off. Yeah. Well... Sounds awfully like um, we might have a fey problem in this particular residence. Yeah, I was kind of leaning towards that, but why and who on earth would have access to that? Well, that's a, that depends. Many people can make deals with the fey depending on what they want out of different things. And, and pixies, for example, quite good at getting past wards of different kinds. Mm-hmm. I don't... And I have not mentioned alarm. Oh, yes, I have. Uh, I would have. You might or might not have heard me talking to. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Frederick. I, by the way, Kate, the player, knows his name is Frederick. Potentia mm-hmm. does not care what his name is. <laughs> this is half the problem. Mm-hmm. About like you might have heard me talking to. It sort of waves in the general direction that he left in about the alarm, mm-hmm. but he that does not seem to have gone off at any point. Is this something you think we should talk to Frederick about, or should we just kind of keep this to ourselves for now? Um, well, uh, and my guess is my detect magic fades about this point. Mm-hmm. I have very much limits in terms of what I can do in terms of tracing the fae because they don't exactly obey the typical rules of magic. Mm. So. Uh, it's probably about this point that Frederick comes back uh, and he's holding um, one of these pitches. He's like, and he's like, he's like waving mm-hmm. it like. Like I've got the golden ticket. Like he's, it's like yes, right. I've I've found a a, a sketcher picture, uh, and it clearly shows the the five laws of necro warfare. It's uh, it's this leather bound book that looks like it's actually like you can see the stitching on it, um, and mm. there is something about the mm-hmm. leather that is off putting. You can't quite necessarily. Mm. Gage, what did you, like, like, mm, that looks wrong in some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Frederick, I mean, this is a bit of a long shot, but, um, you know, potentially, I think it's worth a go. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the image from him and I'll spend a few moments really, like, studying the book. And, um, I, I, I take out my constellation sphere and I say, uh, may I? Uh, don't know what you're about to do. <laughs> well, I, I I have the ability to sort of um, uh, sort of divine the location of objects if they're within a certain distance. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll take the sphere and with the the book in my mind, just sort of cast locate object, but essentially like, um, mm-hmm. you know, like the. If the object is within a thousand feet, essentially, like the the 
constellation sphere will sort of like a radar ping on the on mm-hmm. the sphere sort of give me a direction or sort of I'll, I can sense the location or if it's moving kind of what direction it's moving essentially so actually uh, you cast the, this spell and you get a ping mm. it's right at the edge um, but it, you get a ping ah well it seems I have a lead um what do do, do I know like roughly give me a I guess survival with advantage because you're trying to I'm get like like which direction it's in is that what you're trying to get to? yeah like the the spell lets me sense the direction specifically like in relation to myself like no but I, I mean I mean like, like you're in terms trying of like, like position it where where yeah. the city yeah yeah that makes it? sense yeah 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 ooh too bad um, rolls because you're familiar with the area survival with yeah, I got advantage. 10 even with advantage in the direction of Oak Row. Cool. So kind of southwest. Mm. Okay. Well, I suppose the direction is enough. Do any of you have any more questions for Frederick before we, we head off? I don't think so. I think this is a great lead. Um, Let's go. As the, I assume you two head straight towards the front door, um, I'm just going to stick my nose back in and say at a... Uh, how long would that conversation have been between when I left that room and like when I left Isabel and when I came like and now? Uh, just a couple of minutes, I, I think. Cool. I'm just going to stick my head back in and just be like, remember, no more than an hour and then I'm just going to leave because the idea is like it's me trying to remind her that that's going to disappear in an hour. But she doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. Kind of. she, she's mm-hmm. playing with it currently uh, and she looks at you and as you walk past and she kind of like is a little confused, but... Yeah. You're gone before she can. Uh, and as you're un, like racing out the door, Frederick says, just just a moment. Uh, and he hands Harold a coin purse. Mm-hmm. I don't bother looking at it. I just put it in my inside pocket. Very good. Um, and full payment upon completion. All right. All right. And we'll head off in the... Mm-hmm. How long does it last for? Because I... I think it lasts for uh, 10 minutes. Yeah, so I, I basically have 10 minutes of, like, being able to use mm-hmm. the constellation orb to, like, follow the source. So you've got 10 minutes to travel 1,000 feet, which is well and truly doable. Let's say the, the let's say the object was moving, as long as we were moving quickly enough mm-hmm. to, like, keep mm-hmm. it within radius. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so as you're approaching... It, it doesn't seem like it's moving. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's stationary. And you get closer and closer to this as you're moving your way through Silverstone, heading towards Oak Row. And you're getting closer and closer to it. And then it looks like you're on top of it. Mm-hmm. You don't see it. And you're using your locator object. And it looks like it's below you. Mm-hmm. Underground somewhere. Right. And you look around both ways down the street and you can't see any sewer entrances here. I suppose I'll sort of relay that. Um, I mean, according to the spell, it seems like we're, I mean, it's right here beneath us, I I think. But I mean, I don't see any. Can Meredith just like make a face and go, (sighs) why are things always underground? (laughs) Yes, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't even see any... I don't even see anywhere around where we would get underground. But, I mean, so far as I 
know there could be tunnels or anything under the city. Uh, you definitely have passed a few sewer entrances, mm. sewer grates and those kinds of things, but you would need to go back down that and then navigate your way to this point again. Mm. Um, well, I suppose we should double back and find some way, uh, you know, once more into the sewer. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, see if we can find anything else. I suppose. I don't know that we have a lot of choice by the sounds of things. <sighs> nope. And Merida takes a deep breath and goes, well, I guess that's why they invented bards. Come on, let's go. All right. Uh, you double back until you find a sewer entrance, uh, remove the, the cover, and um, what an incredible smell you've discovered. Mm. <laughs> oh, yay. I don't want to put put uh, words in your mouth, but straight down the into the sewer. Yeah. Is there a moment of hesitation yeah. here? Can I uh, clean one the the one foot that is like where we would get off of the the bottom of the sewer using using prestidigitation, please? Because like, <laughs> just like mm-hmm. that one, mm-hmm. so that I can stand on something that's not. And then same thing to clean my hands and anything that's yeah. touched the ladder or equivalent to get down there because. Mm-hmm. So unlike the, the previous time you were down in the sewer, um, this part of the sewer is Gross. Uh, more active mm-hmm. without getting into detail. You're saying it's flowing, Ben. You're saying it's flowing. Uh, yeah. We can all use theater yeah. of the mind. Fine, yeah. I'm going to find myself an edge bit and basically do exactly uh, what I've just intimated. Yeah, no, yeah. There are, there are edges on either side of the the liquid that you can so walk along. we've got a family of kookaburras that live in the tree. I'm not sure if you just heard them, but they eggs, were laughing at us. Thanks, Australian wildlife. Say. Yeah, yeah, gotta love it. All right, I'm gonna uh, take out a torch so I can see. What? What are the effects of lighting a flame in an area that has quite a lot of methane because of? Hang on, do I have light? I think I might. Sewage. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to um, put a hand up and stop uh, Harold doing that and I'm going to cast light. On the end of his, like, torch instead of him lighting the torch? Yeah, yeah. So the problem is in sewers is that the stoichiometry very rarely lines up. Sure, to to light but still. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true, but... We're in a fantasy environment. Who, who knows what the stoichiometry of the air mixture is going to yeah. be? Yeah. She's just going to, like, beckon for the torch and, um, and touch the end of it and cast light. Uh, for those listeners at home, stoichiometry is basically mm-hmm. the balance of how much of each thing you've got because it matters for the purposes of us not just randomly using jargon. Okay, so you're going to navigate your way through these sewers using Harold's Locate Object to try and uh, at least travel in the right direction, which is pretty difficult down here in these this network of sewers because mm. you know which direction you're trying to go yeah but every path is kind of like leading a, like yeah not directly there it's like oh it's taking me off on this tangent it's going this other direction and it's generally just being a pain uh harold as the person with locate object can you please give me a survival check 
to navigate your way through the sewers. Seven. What is with you in survival? I don't know. I have a plus four as well. They just don't like them, do they? I don't. Have you actually rolled a successful survival check this entire game? No. He's he's too used to being like. What are the odds of that happening? I don't understand. (laughs) Now it's like, nah. I gotta like do stuff. No. (laughs) I'm a druid. I don't do stuff. Oh, the dice! The dice! Seriously, though, statistically, what are the odds of that happening? Harold, up ahead, there is something that catches your eye. It looks like a stalactite hanging from the ceiling, mm-hmm. which catches your eye because that's weird. You mm. aren't in a natural cave. Yep. So there, there really probably shouldn't be a stalactite down here. Stalactites being the ones that hang tightly from the ceiling, not stalagmites, which stand mightily from the ground. Which might reach, which might reach the ceiling. Oh, oh yes. Uh, so, do you say anything about this, Harold? Probably not. Actually, I'm. I'm probably like in my head. I'm like, ah, oh, that's bit weird. weird. But sort of, yeah. Carry on for now, I suppose. Uh, as you get closer to, the, you're gonna have to pass underneath this thing. That's why I'm drawing it to your attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you get close to this thing, uh, probably we'll say ten feet away from it. Mm. Uh, what what is the order of walking here? Because you can't walk side by side; you have to walk one in a in a row. I mean, Harold would be up front, I suppose. You know, yeah, yep. that tracks with what my my brain says. Meredith in the middle, I reckon. Okay, uh, Harold and and Meredith. You yep. are enveloped in a field of darkness. <laughs> mm-hmm. And potential as you are outside this this sphere of magical darkness, you can see that it is a it is a sphere of magical darkness that has extended out from something and enveloped your two companions. You can still hear them. They just can't see. Um I do not imagine that Meredith would be that far away from me by distance. No, she would be, like, right in front of you. I cool. Think. I'm going to grab her back. and s- mm. She can still hear me, right? So and just say, yeah. grab grab Harold, and then I'm just going to pull her back, yeah. to then pull her backwards momentarily. So, like, to bring them out of the darkness, if that makes sense. And try not to slip mm-hmm. over in the process, because I'm in healed boots. <laughs> uh, Harold, you are surrounded by this magical darkness. Mm-hmm. And even so much that your your light can't penetrate it, it's like being yeah. up fuzzy absorbed. But you can you can still like your light is giving you enough that you can see like your arm in front of you. Mm. And then all you saw was tentacles. Yeah, and something has wrapped itself around your head. Mm. 